we're analyzing Occidental Petroleum Corporation, ticker symbol OXY, Oxy, to see if its market price is a fair value. So Warren Buffett has recently been buying more of the business. He's purchased more shares of Occidental Petroleum in two separate occasions in March of 2023, when the company was around $60 per share, which is pretty close to its current stock price. Berkshire Hathaway currently owns more than 20% of Occidental Petroleum overall. So we're using the Select 6 analysis to look at the most telling financial metrics for Occidental before estimating an intrinsic value. There will also be a key bonus metric along the way, that just might be the tipping point when analyzing Occidental Petroleum for your portfolio. Before we get into these valuable metrics, let's understand Occidental Petroleum stock performance. So right now, Occidental Petroleum is trading for $58.18 per share. Over the past year, the company's stock price is basically flat. They're up just about 1% overall. Over the last five years, Occidental Petroleum is down 10% overall. Their stock price is declining at 2% annually over this period. However, since the company's lows in October of 2020, the business is up more than six times. Over the last 10 years, Occidental is down 28% overall. However, going back prior to the global financial crisis, over the last 18 years, Occidental Petroleum stock price is compounding at a rate of 3.5% annually. Keep in mind that the company also pays out dividends, so their average dividend yield throughout this time frame would be in addition to these compounded annual returns. Right now, Occidental pays out a 0.9% dividend yield, so that yield would be below the yield from an S&P 500 ETF. Occidental is currently about $6 above their 52-week low. The company is down about $20 from their 52-week high. Interestingly enough, even with Warren Buffett buying into the business, there is some short interest around Occidental. Right now, more than 5% of their shares outstanding are sold short, and Occidental has a $52 billion market cap. For more background about the business, Occidental Petroleum is an independent exploration and production company with operations in the United States, Latin America, and the Middle East. At the end of 2022, the company reported net proven reserves of 3.8 billion barrels of oil equivalent. Net production averaged 1.1 million barrels of oil equivalent per day in 2022 at a ratio of 75% oil and natural gas liquids and 25% natural gas. Occidental Petroleum Corporation was founded in 1920 and is headquartered in Houston, Texas. Starting things off with metric number one, we want their average return on capital over their last five years to be above 14%. And there are two key reasons for this. The first is that over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock is likely to return approximately what its underlying business returns, and these business returns will be captured here by return on capital. The second is that the average publicly listed business earns about a 7% return on capital. So by looking for a benchmark of 14% or higher, we can potentially build in some margin of safety for ourselves based off the overall quality of the business being about twice as good as average. So Occidental, as an independent exploration and production company, is going to see that its returns on capital will be cyclical in nature as they'll fluctuate with the pricing of oil and natural gas. Because Occidental has a split that's more favored toward oil, their returns on capital are going to be more dependent on oil. And so it's not surprising that this is what we're seeing over the past five years. When the price of oil went negative in 2020, Occidental's return on capital was also negative. And since the price of oil has increased over the past couple of years, Occidental's return on capital has also increased. In their most recent fiscal year, the business earned 24% returns on capital. However, averaged out over this time frame, Occidental is averaging just about a 7% return on capital. So even though this has been pretty lumpy and pretty cyclical, they're producing just about an average return on capital. 
And so this is below that benchmark we're looking for. And so this is an X starting off on metric number one. Next for metric number two, we're taking a high level overview of the growth of their business. So we're looking for revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth over the last five years. This metric is all or nothing in nature. Either all three of these will be up for this to be a check, or if even one of these is down, this entire metric will be an X. So Occidental has doubled their revenues. Their earnings have tripled. They had a large impairment in 2020. That was why their net incomes were so negative in that year. Their net incomes in their most recent fiscal year were over $13 billion. And the company's free cash flows have more than quadrupled. So huge growth across the board here for Occidental. This is a very strong check on metric number two. And it's great to see that their free cash flows are leading the charge for the business's growth because free cash flow is really the lifeblood of any business. And a business can use its free cash flows to reinvest back into the business, make acquisitions, buy back shares, pay down debt, or pay dividends. Ultimately, a business's abilities to produce free cash flows now and until judgment day, discounted back by some reasonable interest rate, is what that business will be worth. So again, great to see this growth led by their free cash flows. This is our first check of the day on metric number two. Next up for metric number three, here we're taking the perspective of an individual shareholder in the business by looking at Occidental on a per share basis. So we're looking for earnings per share growth over the last five years for the company. Again, Occidental has more than tripled their earnings over this time frame, but they had this big impairment in 2020. At the same time that they've had this strong earnings growth, we also want to look at their shares outstanding. So Occidental has diluted existing shareholders by 31% throughout this period. So while ideally we don't want to see a business diluting shareholders at all, because when you purchase purchase a share of stock, which you're really buying as a fractional ownership percentage in that underlying business. Their earnings growth has far outpaced their shareholder dilution. And so their earnings per share are going to be up here. This is going to be another check on metric number three. The company did make a major $55 billion acquisition of Anadarko Petroleum back in 2019 for which Anadarko shareholders receive $59 in cash and about a fourth of a share of Occidental common stock for every share that they held in Anadarko. So that was likely where much of the shareholder dilution was coming from. So through our first three metrics, we are two for three for Occidental Petroleum. Metric number four, here we're looking for free cash flow per share growth over the last five years for Occidental. We've learned that their free cash flows have more than quadrupled over this time, and so this is far outpacing their shareholder dilution. This is another check here on metric number four, and it's especially great to see that their free cash flows were positive in all five of these years, and that their free cash flows per share have grown so dramatically. So recapping where we stand currently, through our first four metrics, we have three checks and only one X for Occidental. There's still one vital piece missing in our analysis so far, so you might think that nailing high returns on capital and having strong growth is the key to being a wonderful business, but we haven't touched on the one thing that I believe sets truly wonderful businesses apart, which is having these characteristics without employing a lot of debt. So for metric number five, we want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments, to be below the amount of free cash flow that Occidental has produced over their last five years. Occidental took on quite a bit of debt in 2019 in order to fund that Anadarko acquisition, and since then, the company has been paying down this debt pretty massively. <clears throat> They've reduced their net debt position by about half, and currently they have $19.8 billion worth of net debt. Over this last five-year time frame, Occidental has also produced $25 billion worth of free cash flow, so that's enough to be able to support their current debt load. So this is a check on metric number five. 
Also, the company produced $12.3 billion worth of free cash flow in their most recent fiscal year alone, so they'd be able to pay off their entire net debt position with only two years worth of their current free cash flows. So the business, as it's been strongly cash flow generative, is using a lot of these cash flows to pay down their debt position and put themselves into a much more healthy financial position. So this is a really strong sign to see here. And in fact, this is something that Warren Buffett has commented about publicly is one of his main reasons for being attracted to Occidental. So with a check on metric number five, this is our fourth check of the day. Then the big metric of them all, metric number six, we want their average free cash flow to their total enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this may provide us with a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury, and it may offer a reasonable starting point for evaluation of Occidental. Occidental currently has about an $82 billion total enterprise value, so we're using their enterprise value because it takes into account both their market cap and their net debt position, and it'll give us a perspective of the business that's more similar to as if Occidental were a private company, which with such a high ownership percentage percentage by Berkshire Hathaway, potentially speculatively, that the company could one day be fully owned by Berkshire. We also learned that in their last five years, the company has produced $25 billion in free cash flow overall, meaning that in an average year, they produce about $5 billion worth of free cash flow. So when we divide their $5 billion of their average free cash flow by their $82 billion total enterprise value, that gives us about a 6% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield for Occidental, meaning that this is coming in above that risk premium, and this is a check here on metric number six on an average basis for Occidental. Also, on a current basis for the company, Occidental has produced $12.3 billion of free cash flow in their most recent fiscal year, so to get a current free cash flow to enterprise value yield for the business, when we divide their $12.3 billion of their most recent fiscal year's worth of free cash flow by their $82 billion total enterprise value, that gives us nearly a 50 15% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. So that would be coming in more than four times better than that of the yield of the 10-year treasury. And so Occidental potentially looks attractive here on both an average and a current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. Just because this is the case doesn't mean that you're going to run out and go buy the business. This is one of our six metrics, and this is meant to be taken in holistically. These metrics are simple, but when they're combined together, they can be very powerful. You'll want to stick around as we perform a discounted cash flow analysis to come to a more concrete estimate for Occidental Patrol intrinsic value. But before we get to that, we need to cover our bonus. So as our bonus here, we're looking at Occidental Petroleum's dividend profile. So Occidental is currently paying out a 0.9% dividend yield. The company did slash their dividends and almost cut it completely in 2021 as they were prioritizing paying down their debt. We noted earlier that the company has been cash flow positive in all five of these years, and Occidental has supported their dividend payouts in four of these five years. 2019 was the only exception. Since the business cut its dividend and started paying down its debt, in their most recent fiscal year, they started increasing their dividend again, and it looks like their dividends have been massively supported by their cash flows pretty much since 2020. So with the company having a much more manageable debt position right now, management has stated that they don't want to overly invest in capital expenditures. It's, so it seems like there's a strong probability that Occidental will keep increasing their dividend payouts and or keep returning cash to shareholders through the form of buybacks. So it would seem like Occidental's dividend is in pretty good shape over the past couple of years and that this is likely in a sustainable spot for the future as well. Everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Occidental Petroleum, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to come to a potential fair intrinsic value for Occidental Petroleum. A discounted cash flow model is based off the predictability of a business's free cash flows, and it's just like any other model in any other discipline, its outputs are going to be sensitive to its inputs. Here we're using an average of Occidental Petroleum's free cash flows over their last three years to give us a more normalized perspective of the business's free cash flows. Then 
Again, we're using historical growth assumptions to project these free cash flows out into the future. It's up to you to determine whether or not these historical growth assumptions will be accurate and applicable going forward for Occidental Petroleum. If we assume that they grow their average free cash flows at a rate of 2% annually for the next 10 years, and then that these free cash flows would stay steady for the 10 years out after that, adding in their tangible book value, which gives us an approximation of the company's tangible net worth per share. And if we were seeking a 15% rate of return, which is the rate of return that Warren Buffett is looking for from his investments, in addition to his requirements for margin of safety, then it looks like at today's valuations, a potential fair value for Occidental Petroleum would be just below $73 per share. So it does look like there could be some margin of safety in the business. And this would potentially make sense aligning with the price that Warren Buffett has been investing into the business at around $60 per share, still giving him some percentage of margin of safety in the business. You'll want to keep in mind a couple of factors here. The first is that Occidental has had low business predictability in its past, especially because it's a commodity business operating in a cyclical industry. Also, their dividend yield, although it's slight, would be included in this 15% rate of return, so we would not be doubly counting their dividends. Most importantly, please be mindful of the fact that this type of analysis isn't financial advice and it's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Before considering any potential investment decision, please consult with your financial advisor. In just a minute, we'll determine a rating for Occidental Petroleum, but we have to address something first. What are some of the qualitative aspects of this business? Starting with some of the key qualitative points supporting a long thesis of the business. Number one, the low carbon venture segment is synergistic with Oxy's chemical business, and Oxy's EOR portfolio holdings and expertise give it a natural advantage in carbon capture. Number two, Occidental's conventional assets in the Gulf of Mexico and the Middle East complemented shale operations nicely by generating stable cash flows from assets with a much lower base decline rate. And number three, Occidental has a dominant position in the Permian Basin, which is the cheapest source of production in the United States and is expected to be a major growth engine over the next few years. Then for some of the key qualitative points around a potential short thesis of the business, number one, Occidental will have to share the spoils from its ambitious carbon capture plans. And since it isn't providing financing or engineering, it will have to give away a sizable working interest. Number two, the Anadarko acquisition bolstered Occidental's Permian footprint, but left it with other assets it didn't really want such as its WES midstream stake and its North Africa operations. And number three, although Occidental's Permian wells exhibit very high initial production rates, they also decline very quickly. So there you have it for a balanced perspective around some of the qualitative aspects of the business. So now it's time for our overall rating of Occidental. In analyzing Occidental Petroleum, ticker symbol OXY, Oxy, we learned that the business earns just about average returns on capital, although they earned 24% returns on capital in their most recent fiscal year. The company has experienced massive growth in their revenues, earnings, and free cash flows, although they have diluted shareholders by 31% over the last five years, mostly to fuel those previous acquisitions, especially acquisition of Anadarko. The company has aggressively paid down their debt and has produced enough free cash flow to be able to comfortably support their net debt position currently. They'd be able to pay off their entire debt position with only two years worth of their current free cash flows. And Occidental looks like it's potentially attractive on both a current and an average basis of their free cash flow to their enterprise value yield. Occidental's dividends look like they have been massively supported by their free cash flows over the last couple years. And with the business having significantly paid down some of their net debt, it seems like Occidental could prioritize returning capital to shareholders through either increased dividend payouts or share buybacks. Performing a discounted cash flow analysis of Occidental, if you've done the work and you believe those historical growth assumptions, then at today's valuations of the business, if you're seeking a 15% rate of return, it looks like a potential fair intrinsic value for Occidental would be about $73 per share. 
So that looks like that would have some margin of safety compared to Occidental's current stock price, and it would fit around the price where Warren Buffett has been buying into the business, which again, Berkshire Hathaway made separate purchases in two different weeks of March of 2023, where they were buying into Occidental at about $60 a share, and they've increased their stake in the business to more than 23%. So with all of those factors in mind, it looks like Occidental is an exceptionally strong business for further research. This company could really be worth your time to dig in and learn more about right now, especially because it's one of the few businesses that for sure Berkshire Hathaway is purchasing into, even in the midst of the turmoil that's going on with regional banks. So that was part of the reason we were looking at the business. And if you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what business you want me to take a look at next time. Thanks for learning about an update on Occidental Petroleum with me, and have a great day.